Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Yeah! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. Just myself and Mike today. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. You know, just chilling, dealing with this bipolar weather we have here. But, you know, it's all good. How about you? I'm good. It's funny because before I said, what's up, man, or what's going on, man, I was like, don't say man. Because I, like I say it in the beginning of every episode, but here we are. It's going to be a fun episode. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to talk Jordans, but we'll get to that in a moment. Here, we're going to start off with just a simple question for you, Mike. What you you've do. been rocking and what you're looking to cop? Yeah, man. Well, let me. What I was rocking, I thought it was on length away, but it's not. So hold on. Ugh, here we go. Just a little extra stretch needed. But been wearing these. I've, I've been like. Wearing these like they're going out of style, but it's that ZX8 4004 d They're just easy to put on. They're super comfortable, so you're getting most of my wares lately. Um, what I'm trying to cop, you know, aside from that, you know, the, was it the natural gray Jordan one? Of course, everyone and mom wants one kind of out of the ordinary shoe I like if the quality matches the pictures, but it's that, that popcorn or movie theater inspired Air Force One. Just looks really good for some reason. And it's one of those, like, if I see it on sale, I think I might try to copy it eventually. Nice. That's a really good choice. Um, and it's good not to get your hopes up with the neutral gray one. So Yeah. Meh. Reasonable <laughs> expectation. I had to think about <laughs> shoes. I haven't worn anything in a couple of days. I wore my neon Air Max 95 to Home Depot to get some paint. That was a couple nice. days ago. I'm going to roll with that. Um, <laughs> if you could smell what my house slippers smell like, my little Hanes house slippers, bro, I throw these, thi- I throw these things out regularly because it's like I'm sitting in the house all day. <laughs> I get stressed out at work or something and my feet start sweating. I don't have socks on and it's not a good look. Disposable, it smells bro. Super. I mean, of course they are. They're 25 bucks. So that's exactly yeah. why I buy the cheap ones and not like a Kith pair or anything. But wearing shoes, even in 2021, is is hard. They probably think I'm dead. I haven't. Just, <laughs> I go in there sometimes, and I spend some time with my shoes. I'll go and like take one out of the box, and it sounds weird. I'll pet it. I'll you know, like touch the materials. <laughs> it is what it is. I pet it. Um, I talk to it. I'm kidding, but. Um, no, man, it's just weird. I don't really wear shoes, and they keep piling up. I'm thankful for them still coming. But, man, I, I need to start making a, a, a concerted effort to rock them because I'm looking to cop what I've been seeing Kyle Kuzma wearing for the past couple weeks now, the the J. Cole 2, as I'm calling it, the, the, new, the new Puma J. Cole. The black and yeah. yellow, this gives me, like, the perfect, obviously, Wiz Khalifa vibes. But like Bumblebee from Transformers, um, nice. it's just so much black and so much yellow in this debut colorway that it works. If it was any less black yeah. or any less yellow, it would the vibe would be off. These are just yeah really Two tough extremes. looking. Yeah, um, that's that's what I'm looking to cop here. Nice dude. Yeah, yeah, I like that one as well. Yeah, good stuff. The delicious shoe, but um, we have a review so. Happy times. Round of applause yeah. around my big ass microphone. This round of it. <laughs> um, we got one. So if you're listening, if you're a new listener, a long time listener, 
doesn't matter. If you have the time, please, please go drop us a review on Apple iTunes. It helps us so much. Mike, go ahead and hit us with the good news. All right. So this one's from Mike, H-H-H-G-G-F-G. If there's a way to say that, please let us know. But that's how I'm going to read it today. But it says, consistent, entertaining, and informative. Five stars. The discussion from the Sneaker History crew is always entertaining, and you will learn something new about the industry, a brand, line, or particular model every episode. And it's refreshing to take in sneaker media without a lot of the painfully cliche and overused vernacular and plagues that plagues the hobby. Now, there's no place in the world for hot cinnamon candy. Candy is meant to be sweet. Nick, Thank I know you. you're not with us today, but uh, I think that was a shot at you, sir. <laughs> that man has Thank a good you, head Mike. on his shoulders. <laughs> I'm just concerned about his typing. But anyway, I really do appreciate the comment, guys. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Uh, everyone else who has been sending us comments, you know, putting reviews, we really do appreciate that. It helps the show grow. So much love to you guys. It's free. It just takes a little time. And it's it free. helps us out so much. <laughs> Nothing's better than free 99. And we do try to give our listeners that something different yet familiar with sneakers. I think our combined vibes make for a solid amount of coverage that kind of encompasses all the, the sectors of footwear. But um, it's February. There's some fun things going on. February marks some traditional sneaker holidays. There's All-Star Weekend, which is like the Super Bowl of shoes. Yeah. Um, we have valentine's day which is always something mm -hmm. um, nike showed off their air force one of this year very minimal white air force mm, one with yeah. a little pink heart on the back i am feeling it it's good, that's a good looking shoe but i'm excited to see what other brands do that's it's a holiday all of these quote unquote shoe holidays are celebrated across the brand so it's not just a nike thing each brand typically throws their their entry into the hat but um well Go ahead. You know what I haven't, you know what I haven't seen yet though, and I, I don't. I probably just, you know, I don't know if they maybe had time with production, but uh, I haven't seen any Black History Month previews yet. To come, um, we'll cover that more in a later episode as information develops. Because, but you're mm -hmm. right, there there isn't a lot out this very second. But the sec, but the moment release information starts hitting the block, we'll let everybody know. I mean, we have mm -hmm. that. Um, in recent years, Black History Month celebration and All-Star Weekend have kind of fused into yeah. like one mega shoe holiday. But we'll see. Um, it is interesting. We know that shipment delay. There's, there's delays everywhere. There's delays with shoes. Sure. If you're buying a table from somewhere, it's delayed. If you're ordering groceries, it's, everything is just slowing down right now. So, yeah. Well, and also be aware that with the NBA, and I saw one one uh, pushback so far with Nike, that with the possibility of an all-star game being held in Atlanta in March, there, we're already seeing some, uh, like the Nike Dunk all-star edition that mimics the Air Force One low that has like the patent black, white, and glow in the dark soul. It's already been pushed back to, I think, like March 3rd to go ahead and coincide with that potential all-star game in Atlanta. So mm -hmm. we could have a big shakeup for... The, you know, the you know February is usually the first month to just bam, just take all our money. So we may have a shakeup this year. Yeah, I mean, I won't be mad at a month delay in stealing my money. So th that's oh, yeah. okay. that's okay. Yeah. But um, interesting. Yeah. I I didn't think of that. I just saw on the jump they were talking about All Star Weekend potentially being in in Atlanta. So good connection there. Um, we have some birthdays though. So. I mean, one of my least favorite people on earth, and, 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 and I, I mean that affectionately, um, Vladi Divac, born February 3rd, 1968. He has a weird-ass shoe history, man. He, I mean, he showed love to Chris Webber and wore the Dada's early 2000s Nike stuff. When he was with the Lakers, he wore some champion shoes all over the place with Vladi. Um, but... I got to kind of respect a man that smokes cigarettes in the tunnel. So power to him for that. But, uh, Athlete as, right there. as a, <laughs> as a long-term Laker fan, he did us a favor by leaving 
and it felt good to beat him <laughs> with the Kings. So no, no love loss with Vladi, but happy birthday, man. Um, next one here, we have Kevin Martin, another pronounced Sacramento King, was born February 1st, 1983. Kevin Martin was before his time. I think if he would have been born, you know, eight years later, he would have been able to flourish a lot more on the court. When he played like the, the heat check three wasn't a, wasn't a good look. And now it's a totally valid shot in the NBA. So he would have excelled. His footwear always did excel though. So Jordan PE's out the wazoo. Even his like team Jordan stuff was really fire. So there's a shoe called the Air Jordan Icons. And he had a PE of that that is just so clean. The Kings with the black and purple really do have great options when it comes to colorways. But most Kmart fans will probably recall his plethora of Jordan 12s. I mean, there must be four or five of them. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous shoes. There was some good stuff when he played with the Rockets, a pair of Jordan 13s, which look very close to the Jason Kidd, which is also very close to the Red Flint colorway that released a couple years ago. Um, actually, no, there's one here saying that there's a Red Flint, which looks like the Kevin Martin. Mm. Supposed to, We're coming that soon. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in May of this year. There was a very yeah. similar, like, well, the Jason Kidd PE, basically, released in a very similar fashion a couple years you ago. You talk about the Grato 12s that kind of mimic that as well? Kind of. Like 12, I'm sorry, Great Toe 13s? Yeah, um, those were initially uh, um, Jason Kidd. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, yeah, those were initially Jason Kidd um, <laughs> PE. But, I mean, he has a Jordan 23 that's just white and purple and just correct. Is it such a gorgeous shoe? I need a 23. You'll have your – did the Titans already release? I kind of forgot. Dude, I don't even know. Like they were, they didn't release here at least. Uh, I was looking. I didn't. Nothing on the sneakers app. I think if you want to get them, you have to try to buy them through Titan. Which I don't even know what the duties are going to look like on that bad boy. Getting it from the Philippines. Probably not the best look, but it's a fantastic yeah, like, shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the yeah. the all red Bulls colorway a couple years ago with the gum outsole. It's it's on my watch list. I just don't like the shy printed on the lateral side on the heel of each shoe. It's just like shy and has like an outline of the skyline. Don't be shy about it. But it's on a it's on a watch list. I won't lie to you. Like it's like a hundred something bucks, I think a little under two hundred. And it's one of those things, Rob. You know how it goes. We wake up one day just feeling a little itchy on the trigger finger, and just that boom, was a, you have a shoe in your in your pocket. That was a heavy outlet shoe. I remember specifically finding those mm-hmm. with the tops cut off, and was never my thing, but the, the 23 is a gorgeous shoe that doesn't get nearly enough shine. But I think with this Titan 23 and the we'll see it more often than we'll see stuff like the 18, 19, 15, stuff like that. So 16s, need 16s. We do. Um, one other kind of, it's not a birthday, but I would say it, it was the single greatest performance in Madison Square Garden up until Steph Curry was baptized in Madison Square Garden. I go back and I watch that Steph Curry game when he first like really became Steph Curry. And that game, it gives me goosebumps now watching it on YouTube. Like I watched it a couple months ago and I was like, God, that boy is special. And he, now he's even more (laughs) spectacular, but just him, Steph Curry deciding to just say, fuck it. I'm gonna let it fly. I'm going to do it my way was a beautiful, (laughs) beautiful thing. Um, And then one Carmelo Anthony eclipsed the moment we're about to speak of, I believe a season later or later that year, he set the Madison square garden record with 63 points. But as in a way, as an opponent, Kobe Bryant has the record of 61 points in Madison square garden, wearing the Del Sol Kobe four, one of the more beautiful shoes on earth. It was February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Sandwich right between the bursts of Kmart and Vladi. Just a, a transcendent game. I mean, Kobe has so many transcendent games. But here's here's the most impressive stat 
of that game. Kobe went 20 of 20 from the free throw line. That's just where that's the kind of stuff where you only go 20 of 20 if you're shooting free throws at four in the morning every day for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff. He went 19 of 31, which is a very Kobe stat line. Um, you you got to hoist it 30 times. But they won. So, you know, we got the W. The The Lakers at that point were fresh off getting pow and just coming into their own at 38 and 9. I can go into the Lakers part of it all day, but just Kobe going 20 for 20 from the free throw line. That's that's Mamba. That's that okay. is that's more that's as much Mamba mentality as dunking over on Dwight Howard, Yao Ming, stuff like that. Just that's mental fortitude. You just don't accidentally go 20 for 20. Yeah. Um, but ice in his veins. Ice cold. He has that Hall of Fame badge. If he's playing 2K, but rest in peace, Kobe. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a time again where we see somebody take 30 shots. I mean, James Harden, Steph. I was like, no, but thing is, James Harden, to his credit, but, does it on way less shots than what Kobe does, did. Oh, okay, as you just said, James Harden will saying. still hoist so it and let that do. mother fly, but he gets it done <laughs> on like 20 shots. <laughs> now I'm gonna start keeping stat lines of people. I'm like, who's gonna be the next person just to be like, you know what? It's my ball. It's, Get out of here. It's one of my favorite stats to look at. Is just how many shots did you put up? Especially with KD and Kyrie with James Harden now. Mm -hmm. Everybody said there's only one ball, and that's true. So, what does the shot distribution look like? And for the Lakers that day, yeah. it was 31 for Kobe. So, feed the bless mama. his soul. Um, just that was such a fun game, man. Just to do it. I mean, he, he had the Rucker park moment and then to go and bless Madison square garden with that performance is just, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. Icing on, the cake. Icing on the cake, man. Um, legend in New York on the court, on the playground, doesn't matter. Kobe's going to body you. Um, so <laughs> we're going to talk about, Jordans and more specifically gray Jordans. I made this list of entirely gray Jordans in preparation, I guess in delayed preparation of the Jordan three cool gray, a shoe I've been wanting since I started really caring about shoes. So probably, you know, 2007 was when I really, really started like keeping track of shoes. Um, always wanted this pair. And when I saw it on the, speculative release calendar about a year ago. I was like, Oh shit, sign me up. Give me two pairs. So <laughs> like, like most good things in life, like halo infinite, I can wait another couple months. It's, it's no, it's no big thing. So that shoe got me thinking and it gave birth to this list. Um, before I jump all the way into the list, Mike, are you interested in that cool gray three? Is that a shoe that tickles your interest? Yeah. And it's for two reasons. A, I got into shoes about the same time, like really just like the like tunnel vision around that same time as well. And uh, B, I, I missed out on the uh, Cool Gray 4, so I had to redeem myself. So The 4 is a gorgeous shoe, and believe it or not, it's on this list. So let's just go ahead and jump it off. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be the longest episode today. We're going to give you some little short candy here. We're going to start off with the Jordan 14 wolf gray from 2014 this released where like the sport blue stuff was really popular this shoe made the list at number 10 above other gray jordans because of the cool little hints of blue it gives you so the 14 never really my favorite model i do appreciate it more with the perforations going through it like these have i don't want like a mm -hmm. a, a no so or a flat or a ferrari 14 if I'm going to take a pair of 14s, it better have those divots in it. Just an all-around decent shoe. What do you think of these? Yeah. I like them, but I like the 2011 Georgetown gray ones better. Mm -hmm. um, they had the darker navy blue on it, the, the more granite gray. Um, these are okay. This was, like you said, the time of sport blue was heavy. And I feel like they were just dumping the same colorways on everything. Um it was one I saw outlets kind of floating around, not as heavy as, like you say, a 23, but 
it was okay. Uh, I mean, there was a crowd for it, so it was okay. They really were supporting the first retro of the Sport Blue Jordan 6 because you had those, mm -hmm. you had these 14s, you had the threes. Um, the yeah, you have the fours. Um, just there's a lot of cool gray or gray doesn't have so in this list it doesn't have to be quote unquote cool gray just my brain defaults to saying that when talking about shoes <laughs> there's the light um there's the i think you were just talking about these the graphite navy um uh, that's like the technical term of them but um there's also a really cool like gray black and pink gs colorway those are something exceptional too mm. um and then you have the yeah, graphite chart two Chartreuse, chart, chart, chartreuse, chartreuse from 2005. Chartreuse. Yeah, those yeah. are also great, <laughs> technically. Yeah. Um, just, you know, graphite, black, a little bit of green. Good looking shoe. Um, but just yep. coming in at number 10, not the best, not the worst. Um, at number, yes, very serviceable. Uh, I would say these these later intro um, entries are just all very serviceable shoes. Um mm -hmm. This next shoe, the Jordan 12, dark gray from 2017, comes in at number nine. And I put this one here over like the dark gray or the PSNY or the Bobcat or the okay, or the yeah, wool yeah. pair. There's so many freaking gray. Um, there's the so there's the gray with the orange. There's the gray with the baby blue. Um, there's a lot of grays, but I went with the dark gray because 90% of the shoe is that solid gray color. And that's what I was looking for yeah. when picking out these shoes. So it doesn't have to be all gray, but shoes like the Flint Jordan 7, those were a little too white to make it on this list. Mm -hmm. So like they would have been on here if they had a bit more gray, but these 12s are just suede. I don't like suede on my 12s. I don't like this construction on my 12s. What do you think about them? Yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. Uh, I actually own the Bobcat pair. Um, they're okay. I'd much rather leather on my 12s. It's something about the suede is just, I don't know, just I'm not a huge fan of. So uh, I think I'm right there with you on this one. It's, it's an okay shoe. It's a great Jordan if it's your first Christmas and you're getting a pair for your nephew. Or if you just want to look fresh with your gray sweats and you don't care all that much, these are the kind of Jordans, yeah. like, these are the entry-level signature Jordans, the retros. that They have everything. It's a Jordan 12. Like, don't ever take anything away from that. It's a fully-fledged Jordan 12. But the materials and the color, it's, it's just it's perfect for somebody looking for a matching shoe with their tech fleece. So... You know what's crazy about what's this, up? though? We look at this list. We look at 20. This is 2017. And then that Wolf Grade 14, we talked about 2014. Those shoes, you walk into the store. They come out Saturday, walk in. You probably have about until Monday to grab them. And then some of them still sat because they just weren't the traditional colorways. Now there's no chance to get them. I'm just thinking about that. Like that that Wolf Grade, that, you know, whatever, whatever ones are talking about that list, they typically sat around. But. In this day and age, you couldn't have a chance to grab them. As like when you say entry point Jordans, I don't think there's such a thing anymore. In 2020, 2019, 2021, you are a million percent correct. That it's not a thing anymore. And it's a bummer. Specifically, this pair I remember seeing at finish line like a full month after it released. And this that's yeah. you're right. It just, it just doesn't happen anymore. And you know, it is what it is. If you want to make your $40, $50 on StockX buying up GR, GRs, whatever. Um, this next one is a GR, GR. It's not even a retro Jordan. It's the Jordan 6 rings, man. And hear me out. It's the cool gray 11 ripoff. So it has the patent leather gray mudguard, all that good stuff. But even if you like kind of just <laughs> close your eyes really tight and and hope for the best you can kind of see a jordan 11 like this is a it's a good looking shoe like 
this isn't just an entry level Jordan. This is like I would legitimately rock these, given I never like I never will pay like full retro price for six rings like Jordan tries no. to do. But if this is an eighty dollar shoe on the hash wall, I'm a buyer, and there's many gray six rings to choose from. I mean, there's at least four different pairs. There's um, a gray orange one that's available right now on Hibbert Sports. There's a 3M pair. Um, there's oh, yeah. there's like a same kind of Bobcat, uh, like the gray Jordan 12 vibe going on with the six ring, like a baby blue, cool gray thing. Just a lot of gray options. So if you want a gray Jordan, look into the six ring. You'll be pleasantly surprised on how actually good it is. How good it actually is. Yeah. Yeah, people people sleep on a six ring, but I'm with you, Robbie. The only reason I don't buy them because they're 180 bucks. I'm like, there's no way in the world. I'm giving you 180 for a six ring, but if I can catch one on a hash wall and can hoop in it, easy. Like it looks like such a great hooping shoe because it has the points of the 13, has points of the 11, so on and so forth. And so I shoe performs amazing on court, but you're not getting me for over a hundred bucks. <laughs> You'd be playing yourself if you paid $100 for this shoe. But let me kick game. So the six rings, it's as implies. Six rings, the six shoes Jordan wore throughout his championship seasons. So it's the six, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Those are the shoes that make up the six rings. And unlike other Fusion, let's just call it, call it Fusion uh, models by Jordan, <laughs> like this perfectly encapsulates the best element like having just a strap of the eight perfect having just the heel clip of the nine perfect the 13 pods great the 11 mudguard fantastic the 12 eyelets fantastic you know like there's just so many good like all of like the greatest hits are truly there there's some shoes like the 6 17 23 or something or i hate that shoe so much and then the son of mars and the um, I think the Dub Zero is awful. So like you, you you took the worst parts of various Jordan models <laughs> and put that together. But the six rings, man, like it really does a good job of being. Mm-hmm. It does a good job of being a shoe. But it it truly does. And I'm like, well, what what's it being good at, Robbie? It, it's good at being a shoe. It's good at looking good. It's a good performer shoe. If you want to retro, if you put it like this, say you got cool gray Jordan 11 in your collection. I don't want to hoop in those. I don't want to tear them up. But you want that same kind of, you know, close look. Buy a cool gray, six rings. People on the, you know, on the court, they ain't gonna be looking that close at your feet. You get that same kind of vibe from mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. If you if you know what you're looking for and this product fulfills it for you, go for it. Get it. Um, this next shoe, again, calling back to what Mike was saying about a time where you could get entry-level Jordans. At number seven, we have the Cool Gray Jordan 8 from 2017. This shoe, I just love how it reminds me of like a fuzzy bunny, like a, a, a instead of a Bugs Bunny, a fuzzy gray bunny. It's everything good about the 8. This material works on the 8. The 8 has always had a great diversity of materials on it. So if you want to throw all cool gray suede or new buck on it. I'm for it. I just didn't buy it because, you know, I thought I could get it later on sale and I did not And now I don't own it, but given the chance I would, I'd, I'd happily purchase this cool gray eight. What size are you? 12 and a half. Yeah. 12, 12 and a half. Yeah. People have lost their ever loving mind. So size 12 brand new on goats, 390 bucks yeah, for this shoe. Happening. Um, yeah, I've, I remember these. I, I didn't like them so much. I feel like the 8 is a shoe because it has so many different layers to it. It's meant to have different color schemes, like di- different, you know, subsets of color on it. And I, I just that one color gray just didn't do me do it for me on that one. I liked the 8, but, yeah, it just seemed like it was like a picture someone took and just made monochrome black and white, and then you got this thing. To each their own. So I don't see anything wrong with that, but... You you make a good point that eight does typically have a good mix up of color with the materials, and this is very flat. But as the list goes on, the flatness excels because it's ultimately 
mm-hmm. a gray shoe. Every single one of these shoes. Yeah. Like, how much can he spice up fucking gray? So, um, <laughs> they they do what they can. This next one, this is the Jordan Thirteen coming in at number six, and we again had a couple options. I thought about including even girls because there's like a a gray fusion pink pair that's super clean. There's a wolf gray mm-hmm. thirteen that's a GS size that's also really good. I almost could have gone with flints, but not enough gray. Oh, I no. could have gone with the neutral gray Jordan thirteen, but not enough gray. What I decided with was the atmosphere gray, and this shoe mm-hmm. came out in 2019, and. It was one of my sleeper Jordans. Nick and I did an episode a couple months ago talking about colorways you probably forgot about. And this was towards the top of my list. It's just finding a way. This is where in our list shoes start finding a way to be more spicy while still just being a gray Jordan. The, The difference in materials like you were talking about really helps the shoe shine. But I'm going to talk less on this one and let you go for it. So what do you think? Yeah, no, no, I was looking at the picture of it right now. And this one of those Jordans that uh, I remember when they came out, kind of seeing them poking around. It's like, cause they, they didn't sell out immediately. They didn't quite go on sale either, though. So it was one of the ones I was kind of waiting to see if they went on sale, but never, never got that lucky. But I think you're right. It took a gray shoe, some material changes with the perforated leather up top or dimpled leather up top, uh, the darker gray, and we have the cooler gray and the suede. I, I think it just does wonders for it. Um, yeah, I, I like this one. Uh, I think I agree with you. It was definitely a sleeper pair because I'm looking at resale prices in my size 10 and starting at 600 bucks. I don't know when that shoe got that impressive, but uh, oh they can kick God. rocks. I mean, that's, I mean, there's no shame in posting something and being like, maybe someone will bite on it. But like, you have to know that. I mean, if you. That's $600. I don't understand. For $600, you can buy so many better things and that's not to n- i can buy a grinch and have change left bro you can probably pay your card you can come most people could probably pay their card note for close to three months i'd rather pay my car note for three months than have this yep. pair and that's no shade towards the atmospheric gray that was a fantastic rhyme but it's it's a fine shoe <laughs> it's a it's a 250 dollars on resale you missed out pay a little premium on it but 600 Missed me with that bullshit. But uh, this next one, I'm nice. curious what it looks like on the resale market. In at number five yeah. is the Jordan 5 Wolf Gray from 2011. This just re-released in low-top golf form, which has like 400. I can see here uh, 400 and no, 245, excuse me. Whew. 245 but still no the wolf gray the shoe we're actually talking about at number five is like 450 bucks and and that's reasonable oh yeah this is a good looking shoe and the reason why i put this shoe higher than let's say the cool gray eight is because the wolf gray five is just another shining example of how good the five looks in basic colors you can put this thing in all red fire Put it in Raging Bull, which is, again, all red, fire. Put it in all blue. You know, wasn't for me, but still freaking dope. Uh, The metallics are obviously just a black pair of Jordans with a little bit of of silver. Fire. The white Mm -hmm. metallics, the same thing, just with white leather. So, like, the Jordan 5 being in cool gray form just really, really works in my eyes. It fits the motif. It fits the lineage. And it looks good. Like, it's... It's a really mm-hmm. good-looking shoe. I think. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures of it. Like, when it ages a little bit and those the plastic the vent on the side, the uh, icy sole gets a little yellow, it does wonders. It just makes it pop, that gray pop even more. So I, I, I'm not a big five person, but I like the color scheme here. And just little age, it, it, it's, it's very nice. Chef's kiss. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's a cool shoe. And I mean... I guess now is a good time to think about some of the shoes that didn't make the list. Um, the Jordan 10. So they've done more than one cool, like gray like the Jordan 10. <laughs> Man. So, I mean, they tried doing 
the the 2018 pair where it's like all cool gray on the top and then just like little colors on the outsole nasty there's the um cool gray infrared uh, Mm -hmm. which was all that infrared craze i don't know about that dog not (laughs) not me there's the cement pair you were just alluding to Mm -hmm. why um the dark shadow the ogs you know those those come closest to being something good um <laughs> but man I, I i'm a hater on the 10 if you, if you can't tell i think that shoe's Dude, ugly really always, always has been always will be didn't know that i love the 10 uh, i just think they get such disservice when it comes to colorways like the city pack is the only thing worth buying because they don't know what to do with it like you said we got a full infrared when i'm like well, why <laughs> what would you <laughs> want that honestly this is gross put it back but now i'm right there with you but one of my least favorite Jordans, Jordan 9. Looks like it didn't make the list, the cool gray. Um, I think that's probably one of the better looking ones next to the olive. Just not for me. No, the the 9's on this list. Oh, oh, I can't read. I thought that said but, something else. But we now know that you don't like it. We'll Squeeze come back me. to it. We'll, <laughs> we'll come back. How about this? I know you won't like this one. The Jordan 15 Flint Gray. Okay, I will tell you this. I don't absolutely hate the 15 i think it's what? i don't absolutely hate the 15 um i like the 15 lows better so yes i will not like that flint gray one i'm a 15 low guy oh that that shoe is awful um and, and then we have things again that are really close like the shadow gray one that would have mm-hmm. just been too easy to throw in here um we have stuff like the, the 2.0 then there's things that are super close, like the Cherrywood 16s. You brought up 16s earlier. Yeah. Um, the Cherrywood, it's close. It's gray, but it's brown-ish. Yeah, like, I think that that Cherrywood color overtakes it to too much to be that gray. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's it's yeah, just a, a bit too prominent. Um, there was this was also like super i had to like play with it i wasn't gonna put it on the list but it got me thinking the jimmy butler minnesota timberwolf pe um not pe um the jordan six i believe it was the jordan six um oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay i think i know the the diffused blue which to my colorblind ass looks gray it's nice i should have bought that one but it's it's blue like you can uh I guess you can make a case for it being kind of gray, but it's definitely blue with a little couple drops of gray mixed into the uh, the color palette. Man, I'm so damn blind. You you could have told me that that shoe <laughs> was, and and that's why it got me thinking. I'm like, is it? I know it says diffuse. I mean, diffuse blue, yeah, but it's blue. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this thing is a. Uh... It's almost like faded indigo if you look at it in hand. Yeah, that's that's a good description of it. Um, the last oh. one here, I, I almost included, but I was like, nah, dog. Um, the Jordan 21 Light Graphite. So it's a straight-up gray shoe. The yeah. Jordan 21, the vents on it are cool, but it was a weird time at Jordan brand. Like, that's cool. not a... <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I got two more. So one of them, I, I'm kind of reaching, but it's the, uh, the Jordan 19. Yeah, I thought about that too. It's kind the of netting reach, is gray. Yeah, it's kind of a reach, but I got one. It's just gonna make you absolutely just vomit. Uh, the Jordan One Retro Ninety Five Cool Gray. It was a. It, it wasn't a mid, so that's why I chose it. It was still a high. You remember this? Jordan One Ninety Five. Yeah, when you, you see, you can like throw your computer. Like, Ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember now. Okay, they did that a couple times. So like one, yeah. and then a number. So it's the one yeah. impressioned by the eleven. Exactly. And Jesus, Christ, why do you got to show me this? Oh, <laughs> uh, all fun and games. These are like the bootleg Jordans of all bootleg Jordans. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, here, here's another close one, and and it does fully qualify it's just nobody bought the shoe the jordan ford neon the volt 95 air oh, max 
Jordan Four. It's all gray. It's it's very mm-hmm. shades of gray with the with the the Volt slash neon on it. But, then, but nobody bought that shoe. That shoe a miss. Yeah, if there wasn't suede on the midsole, I think it would have been a better better buy. But whoever decided to throw suede on the back of the midsole is just not a genius. Yeah, that's not the best look on earth. But we'll we'll jump back in to the list now at number four. You just told us what you think about it, but why don't you like the Jordan Nine? It hurts cool my gray. foot. I don't know. It, yeah, dude, it just there's they're like, oh, people say it's comfortable. I'm like, no, the Jordan Ten is comfortable. Like the Jordan Nine, you need to be 250 pounds to break in. Like, there's just no way I can break that shoe in. I'm on Team Jordan Nine is comfortable. I'm, wow. I've always enjoyed it. I can't. It hurts. <laughs> they're just too bulky, man. Like I just, I don't. I I had the Cool Grays at one point, and I sold them. I had the the Kilroys. Mm, I had sold up. those. Uh, I was either the Crawfish or Motorboat Jones. I had one of those two. Sold them. Had the Kobe Jordan, the Laker inspired, mm-hmm. and I only bought that because it was Laker colorway. But it's just it's too clunky. Like like to your point, I'm not 200 pounds, so like I don't need that big of a shoe. But the booty is comfortable. Like it's a. I'll have to disagree with you on that. The, <laughs> the booty construction is is everything I want it to be. It's maybe I got a bad pair. Book. Maybe I just got a bad pair. We can. I've only had one. I I bought it because it was on sale. It was that uh, the statue pair? I walked in the foot action. It was like hundred bucks. So like, eh, why not? I haven't never had a nine. I immediately regretted it. <laughs> Did you? Um, was it your true size? As I go a half size uh-huh. up in my. Yeah, it was my true size. So maybe I should have went a half size up in it. I would have gone. I recommend if you have fatter. Well, you don't have fat feet, but no. the the half size up feels better in my book okay. when it comes to the Jordan Nine. But we're now in the top three, and the top three are predictable. <laughs> I didn't want to like try to make a crazy list again where I throw weird <laughs> shoes in there. But um, coming in at number three is the shoe that's releasing the shoe that sparked this conversation: the Jordan Three Cool Gray. Released in 2007 and 2020, it's just of. I'm a huge fan of the Jordan Three, shocker, but just like the citrus hints and the red hints do enough difference to break up the gray and make it look exactly. just amazing. There's an old picture of Drake wearing them from like when Drake was really skinny. Probably like this is fresh out of Degrassi, Drake. And, <laughs> Wheelchair. This is yeah, out the chair on the stoop, because um, he's he's sitting on a stoop in this photo. But like, I remember seeing this photo back in the day and being like, "Oh, those things are so freaking fresh! I cannot wait to get a pair." And here we are in 2021, and we finally have a chance. I am, I'm asking everybody to help me buy this pair. Do you do you want this pair? Yeah, uh, I just need to know when it actually comes out. I don't know when it actually releases at this point. Um, and it has Jumpman on the back. Do you care if it has Jumpman? Dude, that's the last thing I care about. My Jordan, uh, my Black Cement 3 is from 2011, so the Jumpman on the back. And I didn't buy the, the Nike Air. I didn't think I needed a second pair. So I, I can give a crap. True. I didn't buy a second pair either. But, man, this such a gorgeous shoe. It's, it's the Ooh. orange. I'll, I'll, I'll call back to it one more time. The pop. orange is just so pretty. It's a bop, as the kids would say, say right? It's a, it's a bop, right? I don't know what that means, but yeah, That's sure. What kids say. What's this kid uh, saying? I, I think it's with music. Oh, that song's a bop. Like it's it's a hit or something. I don't know. Um, uh, this next one's a certified bop. You're mad you didn't buy it. I'm happy I own it. It's the Jordan <laughs> Four Cool Gray, last retro in 2019. I believe the OG was 2004. Maybe it was 2005. But I think it was 04. One of my favorite Jordans of all time, uh, period. I, I'm just happy to own them. That's, it's a fantastic shoe. My kid has them, but he kind of grew out of them. So, I mean, I, I got to watch someone enjoy them. So, Hey, your next baby's going to have them. Nah, they beat Doug. <laughs> like, what? When I say, sandbox. like, I mean, we're going to have to move on to another pair. <laughs> it's like that. Okay. You're a good dad, keeping them fresh laced. Oh, um, oh no! I just like when I say like when he plays outside, like these things, like shoelaces, like he plays, like he does what he's supposed to do. And I'm like, all right, cool, we can move on. You did you, these serve their purpose. We can. I don't know what we're gonna do with them, but they're there. He is not playing when it comes to his playing. 
Nah, man. Uh, the cool gray four isn't playing either, though. I put the white laces on them, and it makes them pop even more. I, I wish I would have bought two pairs. I was very fortunate to get the text from a friend who was like, hey, they're at the employee store. Do you want them? And I'm like, yes, I do. I need more um, friends like that. Like, hey. Yes, but then I'd be broke, too, so I probably don't need those friends. Yeah, you go broke quick. But um, <laughs> There's fuck. one four, though, we didn't talk about when it comes to cool gray fours. What? The calls for I know kind of impossible oh, to get, yeah. but... Oh, duh. I, yeah. I just forgot yeah. about it until a second ago. I was like, oh, crap. The calls for in a gray, which is a beautiful gray with a laser print in it. Mike, I think you're on. I mean, remembering that now, because you're right, it's, it was so unobtainable. I, it just totally flew off, of my, flew off of my radar. But I'd put that at number one. Um, that shoe, I mean, it has the hype. It has the substance. has the construction. All gray, glow in the dark outsole too. I love me a good glow in the dark. Good old glow in the dark. But that's that's very interesting. I I've totally forgot about that. So asterisk number one is really the the cause for. Um, <laughs> but eight. yeah, one B is the cool gray eleven, a shoe that's also retroing this year. Last seen in twenty ten. OG from two thousand two, two thousand. Yeah, no, oh, pardon two. me, two thousand one. Oh, okay. um, it was 01. Uh, just the best non-OG Jordan 11, which by proxy makes it like one of the best Jordans of all time. Whether it has really you know, soft, was it like, it's, it's not suede, but it's like... Uh, it's like a new buck or something. It's like Terry almost. Like yeah. Whether it has Terry or Ballistic, whether it's mid-top or the inferior low, they're all dope, man. Like It's just... The patent leather works so well, and it's why I like the Jordan Nine Cool Gray. Patent. The Gray Mudguard just looks so good. It does. Uh, I will be. That is probably. I feel like every sneaker I want this year is gray. You know, neutral gray ones, cool gray three, cool gray eleven. I mean, if I get one of them, I'm happy. I really would rather have the, in order of importance, elevens for me, then the threes, and then. You know, neutral grays fall to the wayside. I would say three one eleven. Yeah, I'll probably end up doubling. I'll probably buy the this year's retro. Because um, my twenty ten pair is flawless still. So it's like, yeah. But you just got it, didn't you? Yeah, like twenty nineteen. So yeah. a year ago. <laughs> twenty twenty doesn't count. So yeah, last year. <laughs> we just erased that one from the books. When it comes to shoes, yeah, twenty nineteen. But that's our list. I'll give you a quick rundown one more time. At 10, we have the Wolf Gray 14. At 9, we have the Dark Gray 12. At 8, we have the Cool Gray 6 Rings. At 7, the Cool Gray 8. At 6, the Atmosphere Gray 13. At 5, the Wolf Gray 5. At 4, the Cool Gray 9. At 3, the Cool Gray 3. At 2, the Cool Gray 4. At 1A, we have the Cause and at 1B, we have the Cool Gray 11. What's your favorite? If you could have one pair of all of these, not counting the cause, because unattainable. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a tough decision because I the top three are just – those are three of my favorite uh, Jordan models. I think if it comes down to it, of course I want the 11s, but when it comes to wearability, I think I would have to say the 4s. I think you can just wear it with anything. Yes, you can. That shoe is versatile. I'm going to go with the 13 just because you said the $600. So if someone's going to give me a pair, I'll take them. <laughs> but I am not paying $600 for that Atmosphere Gray 13. I want it. <laughs> not like that. I cannot believe that cost that much money. The Last Dance has screwed up Jordan prices forever. I mean, I don't like saying this, but I'm going to say it like, you can get an off-white dunk, and it's not like off-white's the end-all, be-all, best shoes in the world, but, like, that has some rarity to it. That has some hype to it. That has some extracurriculars to ago. it. Exactly. Like, why, if you learn anything from listening to us, don't spend $600 on GR Jordans, you fools. But <laughs> don't, do it. don't do it, man. There's no but. Just don't do it. Yeah, just do Say no to drugs. Don't buy expensive Jordans. Or buy more drugs with the money you're going to save from those Jordans. Like, whatever. Just don't buy the Jordans. 
real talk, you can buy enough drugs to like start a small, you know, you buy like a 600 bag and then you double that to a 1200 and then 2400, you know, who knows, but we're not, we don't condone the sale of narcotics (laughs) through this podcast. (laughs) Only do what's legal, but that's a weird ending. I'm going to stop there though. Michael, it's fun talking to you. It's it's always nice when it's just two of us get a little personal time. But uh, tell the people where to find you. Congratulations on reaching 400 subscribers Ooh. on YouTube, too. Help me get man. to 500. Hopefully, by the time he listens to this recording, he's at 500. I hope so. That'd be nice. It's, yeah, man. I appreciate everybody who, who watches. But, uh, yeah, man, find me. Sneaker History, of course. Instagram, Twitter, at MadWatcher789. And then YouTube, where you beautiful people have got me to 400 subscribers, at Mike Gillory. You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. And of course, follow Sneaker History. Look into joining our Discord, our Patreon. So many fun things. We have some fun events in the works with our Patreon members. So you'll hear that coming up. And last but not least, like, subscribe to the YouTube channel of Sneaker History. We would love to have you on here more. Great videos classic commercials, tons of good stuff. So thank you for listening and have a good rest of your day. Take it easy. See you, everybody. Hey, y'all. Nick Ingvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us. And if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory and join us for as little as five bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, And we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.